0: I hope you're feeling pretty wonderful this winter. As I record this, I'm looking out the window at a fresh snowfall here, and while I love it, I do, I want to make a snowman. <laughs> do you want to build a snowman? I also miss the days of sunshine and summer. So much so that I decided to drop an episode right now today we recorded over the summertime. I've been sitting on this one for a long time now, and it's time for me to stand up! <laughs> I was holding it due to the SAG-AFTRA strike, but now that that has been lifted, I'm thrilled to share it with you. Join me as we experience the summer I turned kind. (laughs) See what I did there? Overall, this conversation rolls along at the pace of calming waves in the ocean, and I hope it brightens your day. Today's guest is Jocelyn Shelfo. Born and raised just outside Atlanta, Georgia. Jocelyn Shelfa began acting in high school. She soon found herself lighting up the screen. I first saw Jocelyn as a spunky debutante Marissa on Amazon's The Summer I Turned Pretty. Love a good teeny bopper show, can't stop won't stop. However, she is perhaps most known as the K-pop loving, boarding school student, Madison, in Netflix's XO Kitty, the spin-off series of Jenny Han's To All the Boys I've Loved trilogy. Jocelyn also has a supporting role in a film buzzing through this awards season, May-December, starring Julianne Moore and Natalie Portman, two up-and-comers, huh? (laughs) From her acting career to working on a dude ranch to studying at SCAD, Jocelyn had so much to talk about, and I thoroughly enjoyed every second of it. Be sure to stay tuned after the interview for your kindness tip of the week with me, And for more fun, follow us on social media at Art of Kindness Pod and at Rob Peter Paul. Now, without further ado, please enjoy the joyful Jocelyn Shelfo. Hello. Hello. How are you?
1: I'm doing so well. How are you?
0: I'm good. It's so nice to meet you.
1: It's nice to meet you too. Thanks yeah. for having me.
0: Of course. Thanks for coming on. I'm pumped.
1: Wow. I started listening to the podcast a little bit. It's really great. And also I saw that you talked to Jodie Comer in an interview oh, and I God. literally screamed so blacked jealous. Out.
0: I was blacked out. I was like floating above my body. I love her. Do you love Killing Eve?
1: So good. So good. Everything right? she touches just turns to gold. She's I know. so talented.
0: I also, I love your sweater. It's so cozy.
1: Thank you. I typically, when I do interviews, I get like really stressed out and I'm like at my desk. So I thought, since this is about kindness, I'll be like comfortable in my little quiet corner.
0: Lay back. Like I said, I'm (laughs) so excited to talk to you today because of our wonderful person in common, Natasha, your agent, my agent. What a beacon of light.
1: Oh my gosh. I know. She's the definition of a girl boss, I will say.
0: Right? Yes. Yeah. And I've heard you are too, so I'm pumped to talk to you today on so many different levels. First of all, happy summer break! I didn't realize you're still in school.
1: Thank you. Talk Thanks. about
0: girl boss! You're doing a million things. That's insane. <laughs> Tell me about that. You're studying, I think, performing arts and business management. Correct? Did I yeah, make that
1: in school, it's been yeah. it's been good. I go to an art school. Originally, I said my degree was going to be interior design, but I think that was just me putting off, you know, accepting what I want to do and really yeah. trying to commit to it but it's been good busy at times but
0: i get that do you feel like i feel like when i was in college i didn't start doing theater right away even though it was my love because i was like it's i'm not like a weirdo like i knew i was a weirdo but i don't know i just couldn't accept it it took me a second did you have like a similar thing or were you just nervous i don't i don't know i
1: think i think i was just worried i wouldn't be able to make a career out of it yeah, And part of me was like, I don't think I need to study this, which I'm so glad I am. I feel like I've learned so much and it's definitely a craft that you have to work at and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think I think I was just scared to commit and be honest to myself that this is something I want to do and want to try and make work because it's not yeah. an easy thing.
0: That's that's an incredible. I mean, you're just balancing so much. Did you have to get like permission to leave school to go film Exo Kitty, which we'll talk about later on? Or the timing work out
1: the timing worked out so well so something that's really great about SCAD is um I'm this is going to be my little advertisement for the school I guess something that's really cool about music (laughs) um something that's really cool about the school is that it's a quarter system and they, they let you work if you need to like some schools I know conservatories you go and you're not allowed to leave like you commit to the schooling for a certain amount of years and whatever um at SCAD they won't like let you miss but you can miss on your own time if you want so when i booked exo kitty we just finished one of the quarters and then like a week after we were going to start a new quarter and the timing worked out perfectly that i could just defer for Mm. the last quarter of the year and go so that was nice because i got to miss the whole thing but sometimes when you shoot smaller stuff like i there's been times when i haven't taken off of school and i really have to figure out how to time it because if you miss more than four classes you fail automatically
0: more than four oh my gosh that's not yeah. forgiving at all i'm like no. i might have probably slept in four times every semester you know that's tough but
1: yeah. that's
0: awesome you were able to balance that and that's one of the reasons i'm so impressed by you and i've been reading about you and doing research is just that you seem to navigate this business already you with such i guess authenticity is maybe the word i'm looking for because I feel like a lot of people might book something like Exo Kitty, and then just not, I mean, which is fine if you don't want to go back to school yeah, after that. Definitely. But I just think it's so cool what you're doing and you're so dedicated. I even read you got a dialect coach for Exo Kitty and all this stuff that I want to ask you about. But before I just keep complimenting you forever, if you've listened to the show, which thanks for doing that, you probably know I do usually ask people at the top, how are you at accepting compliments?
1: Uh, I've definitely gotten better over time. I feel like now... I've stopped deflecting and being like no no I'll like learn to accept the compliment but now when people compliment me especially if it's something genuine or I feel like really hits home with me I just need to let the person know that it genuinely made an impact on my day and so be like thank you so much no like thank you no thank you like that really means a lot so that's my new thing that I'm trying to like find a good balance of. That's so
0: nice. I know that it becomes like a thank you train. It's like when you're holding the door for someone and then they hold the next door for you and then you're just like, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's great. It's awesome. It's better than the alternative, I guess. (laughs) And it's all kindness. And obviously we're here to talk about kindness. So I would love to know what is your definition of kindness, if you have one?
1: My definition of kindness. Mm. I feel like I think kindness is hard to pinpoint because I think it can contain so many things. I think when I think of kindness, it reminds me a lot of thoughtfulness. I think it's kind of an offshoot of that. Um, I think to be kind, you kind of have to be aware of the people around you and that they're like full people having a full human experience. Like I I remember there's like a TikTok trend where people are talking about um, main character syndrome. Oh, and it's, yeah. like, it's like where you kind of like see yourself as the lead and then everyone else is just supporting and like you're living your life and these people mm-hmm. like are kind of um, – What's the, like, the thing in video games where they're like NPCs? You know, oh, yeah. The characters? Yep, exactly. Yeah, so I think you kind of have to understand that, like people are full people and having just as much of a human experience as you and then take a step to positively impact their experience, I guess. But being thoughtful maybe in short mm. is a better... <laughs> no, I
0: love that. And it's so true. It reminds me of something I, I just recorded with a guest that they said, which is that if you watch the movie of anybody's life, you would kind of see them as a full person and not you know, take them for granted or judge them in a certain way. And I think that's really beautiful because we all, even though we're on zoom and Mm -hmm. we don't have legs and whatever, we are full people. I promise we have a lot. So I think that's a a wonderful definition. You know, I wonder for you growing up in Georgia, if that's not a Georgian accent, I don't know what that is. Please forgive me. If you uh, experienced kindness early on, or you feel like you learned it growing up with your family, or you think it's now something that, You really focus on. Like, I feel like it's so trendy to have self care practices and everything now. Mm -hmm. And there's such a conversation around that, which is really cool. But I would love to know for you growing up what you, I guess, experienced, what your relationship was with kindness.
1: Definitely. That's a great question. I think something I do love about the South is people are really friendly. And to me, I think that's my first introduction to kindness is just being friendly to people and like saying hi or, always opening the door for somebody um and I think as I've gotten older I've started to learn more about kindness in a way that's like not as obvious um but I think especially like my mom she's such a servant towards people and I think that's a lot of where I get my kindness and of course like it's the bible belt so a lot of like biblical values of like serving people and being there to help others I think that's definitely my introduction to kindness mm. and, and
0: is there a lot of you know bless her heart bless their heart is there a lot of that is that a stereotype I don't know
1: <laughs> I think it's a, it's a stereotype but I think maybe for a reason mm. I think like the the trend now is oh sweet girl
0: oh sweet baby girl okay
1: yeah yeah but definitely, I've definitely heard those.
0: those <laughs> I was just saying that to the, to my cat before I logged on here. I was like, oh, sweet girl, get out of the room. I'm She's like screaming in the other room. But yeah, that that's interesting. I think in the South too, because there is that reputation with the bless her heart and all that stuff of being mm-hmm. very polite, which I think is wonderful, but it's so different than kindness and genuine mm-hmm. kindness. Mm-hmm. It kind of fascinates me because if you're doing everything right on paper, doesn't necessarily mean you're... Having an experience, like you said, seeing people like a full person.
1: Yeah. No, that's such a good point that you say that. I don't know. Yeah. Like politeness is not the same thing as kindness.
0: It's not, you know, or being nice, I guess, isn't the same as being kind. We talk about that kind of a lot on here. But yeah, I think that's just, it's so interesting, like the different areas of the world, how people act so differently or how, I don't know,
1: walking into a room
0: smiling is seen differently, sorry, than, you know, in certain places, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. Especially like visiting my friends in New York. They're like, people don't talk to people on the street because like that's their time to get to work and like have quiet time or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that that makes sense. It's just like a different culture, I guess. But can I ask like what you would define kindness as then?
0: Oh, thanks for asking. I think well, after asking so many people on here, I think I found that the through line is love. So it's Mm. at the at the core, it's just love to have it in one simple word, although that's not really a simple word. I think my definition is using your time on this earth to make someone else's time or your own time a little bit better. And mm. leading with empathy, I guess, is a, another thing. But no one has the same definition, which is interesting. No one yeah. said seeing people as a, a full person before. So it's kind of cool that everyone has their own unique definition of it. I don't know. Yeah. You don't really talk about it a lot, I guess, which is why I wanted to do this.
1: It's so cool. I love that <laughs> you do.
0: Thanks. Well, thanks yeah. for, thanks for playing and not being a, a computer generated character. Of course. So, you know, looking up growing in Georgia, one thing that popped off, it popped off your resume that I just thought was so cool. And I have to ask you about it. Maybe it does have to do with kindness and we can kind of break it down, but you worked on a dude ranch. Like what's the deal I'm, with that? I just need to know.
1: Yes. I'm so happy you brought this up. This is no exaggeration. The highlight of my life so far. <laughs> oh wow. Was- Besides so this, good. it's fine. Okay. Yeah, obviously besides this. I mean, close <laughs> second, really, but what do you want to know? I could talk about it forever. So
0: Okay, so is it a family thing? Just how did you get into this? Was it when you were young? Are you still kind of involved? I have so many questions.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we had a family friend go to a dude ranch in Colorado and they came back and they're like, Oh my gosh, it's so fun. You guys should totally go. And so one summer, I think it was like a year or two after I was in high school, I think I was like 19. So a couple years ago. And we go it's like they are open for the summer and so we go like the first week that they're open and i had such a good time they have like 50 horses about like 30 or so guests come each week and stay on the ranch and then like ride horses or like go whitewater rafting and stuff and i just had a great time there were like 11 staff members and when we were leaving i was like i don't know if i want like i don't feel like i'm leaving like i feel like i'm gonna be back here like i i know i am like i'm not saying bye to these people yeah and so on the way back to the airport, I made a joke to the owner about him hiring me. I was like, you know, if you ever need an extra <laughs> pair of hands, like I'm looking for a job. <laughs> Cause it was summertime. And he was like, actually talk to my wife, like we could kind of use an extra person. So I was like, Okay. Like
0: so through
1: yeah. a little email and um I drove back out two weeks later and worked there for the whole summer. Wow. And it was crazy. And it's so interesting to like talk about kindness and to me, like acting like a servant because when I was speaking with Sue, the owner, she was, she had like a conversation with a bunch of people about whether or not they want to have me brought on. Cause like you work for tips. And so it's like, do you want to split up your tips or you get paid too, but like you also get tips. Anyway, mm-hmm. she had asked people if they wanted extra help or not. And it was so curious coming cause I didn't know they had had that conversation.
0: Mm. And
1: some people were like, no, like she's an actor. I don't think she's going to work hard. Or like, <laughs> I sure. would like love the extra help. She was super fun to work with, but She said something to me and she said, One of the reasons why I was open to bringing you back was because even as a guest, like if people were cleaning up, you would offer to clean up or you would like help out. And automatically, I knew that like you would be someone good to like bring onto the team. I don't know where I was going with that, but no, that's that's how I ended up working there.
0: (laughs) That's the perfect wrap up. I love that. Were you dealing with animals? I mean, as someone who's, I guess I'm a dude, but I, I mean, I've been to a ranch. I used to live in a ranch. Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I don't exactly know how it works. I'm guessing there's horses. <laughs>
1: Definitely, there were about fifty horses. Half of the staff was wranglers. Half of the staff were wranglers. Excuse me. Okay. English. And then half of and the and now staff... there's
0: different wranglers. When you go to these big like upfront events, there's like talent wranglers who yes, show yes. you, which is so funny. But anyway, we're just
1: animals. or are. <laughs> yeah, um, seriously. <laughs> and so. So half of them were wranglers and then the other half was half and wait waitstaff. So that's what I did. We would like clean cabins every day and like serve breakfast and do dishes and um, help out with dinner and stuff like that. So it was just, it was really wonderful. I loved it.
0: That's so cool. And I think it translates to, I guess, how you started your career, which is getting this sort of, well, to bring it back to a full person, mm-hmm. it's full person's experience. You've also been a PA on sets before. And so this kind of you keep saying serving others, which is so interesting. That theme in your life is is there. I don't know. That was that, that must have been something you learned growing up. Kind of taking care of other people is the golden rule. Serving others. It seems like that's how you show your love.
1: Yeah, I think definitely. It's probably something I learned from my mom, especially too, like beyond like Southern culture. She's just such a powerhouse. And like, I think that's type of her love language. Like she just. Yeah puts other people before her and it like really makes a difference but
0: I know it's so mom and then you're like stop sit down let me take care of you she's like no I'm having fun I'm like you are you're sweating (laughs) 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 sit down (laughs) yeah that's so cool I am interested because I've also been a PA on a lot of random sets I did a crafty PA thing once which was really bad because I just ate for like 14 hours a day (laughs) and then I was only refilling the snacks because I was eating them all it was really (laughs) it was kind of awesome actually But I'm wondering for you, you know, being a PA on different sets, it can just be such a difficult and weird environment at times. Mm -hmm. Was there something that you kind of took away from that experience that you feel like translate to you now being on the call sheet as an actor and dealing with the crew?
1: I think for me, I don't know if this is going to answer your question. So like, let me know if it doesn't.
0: Don't do. It's fine. We're here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think something I learned as a PA that I thought was super helpful because I loved it. I thought it was so fun, like the energy and the chaos of being on the crew and like having something to do and everyone's doing something different. I just, I love it. Um, But I think for me, being an actor on set prior to working as a PA, I just didn't know what was expected of me. Like in acting class, you know, they teach you how to act, but it's like, what's NAD? Like, what's Basecamp? Where am I going? Am I supposed to give someone my food order? Like, that seems a little, like, is that yeah. normal? And so after paing and just understanding how set is run and, like, the expectations everyone has and also just knowing, like, people don't care about <laughs> you. Like, do your job don't freak out like it's not like everyone's paying attention to you all the time yeah. everyone's doing their own thing i think that that was really helpful and just getting used to being on different sets as a pa i day played a lot and so it was always be scary to like come onto a new crew and like not know anyone and like try to understand how each set is run differently and the expectations mm. that are held but i think it just makes you easily adaptable and friendly with people and learn how to yeah. work as a team even if you don't have that structure
0: that's so true do you have a favorite set that you PA'd on or favorite yes, show? Yes. Yeah? The resident. Oh,
1: it was, it's like a Grey's Anatomy kind of thing. It yep. was on Fox. But, yeah. Um, I
0: auditioned for that. I auditioned for like oh, a really? tiny, yeah, it was like a patient. I don't even, it was like a, those one line auditions are the hardest, you know, because mm-hmm. you're just like, I want to show them I can act, but then you're just supposed to say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's cool what what made you love that were you like in a, a hospital set all day or
1: yeah so we had stages and I think that's part of the reason why I really liked it afterwards working on different shows sometimes stages are so dark and just sad yeah. and like quiet but I think I really loved that set because I was with them for the longest period of time but everyone was really a family mm. and you just become friends with these people and you can laugh and have a good time and I started peeing when I was eighteen, so I was like this green, like wide-eyed girl <laughs> working in the film industry, and I think yeah. everyone really took me under their wing and made me like a younger sister to them. So I really, I really loved that. I love that. It's weird to be an actor now and like have been a part of the crew, and now not be so. Like, there's kind of sometimes like a separation between actors and yeah. the crew, and it's like, oh, wait, yeah, let's yeah. shoot. I don't know. know, You're like, I want to
0: vibe with, oh, sure. Go for it. I want to (laughs) vibe with everybody. Like I totally get Mm -hmm. that. And it is hopefully something that will change a little bit going forward, which is there won't be such, I guess, segregation amongst, you know, the roles in a Mm -hmm. television set or on a Broadway stage or whatever, wherever you're working. Because I feel like there has been this crew versus the talent kind of thing that's just happened throughout the years in, in a weird way. Ultimately people like you that are now, Rising in this industry and doing such incredible work, and kind of be leaders without even realizing it, because just by including all sorts of people—not just the people that are on the magazines—you know what I'm saying—I think it's ultimately going to make the industry a little bit better. And we are just people. I don't know, so I like that. I like hearing that. Wow. I can relate, and I, I totally can relate. When I was a PA, I was like excited just to get people coffee. I was excited. I thought it was so fun. You like are holding the tray and like bopping around. I was probably yeah. too excited. That's Do you have super... a
1: favorite set that you worked on?
0: Oh, I feel like I blacked them all out. Actually, the um, <laughs> that independent film was really fun where I did the crafty. I can't even. Oh, I, I used to be like the social media PA for America's Got Talent. I did that for like three seasons and that was really fun. That's
1: so fun. Yeah,
0: because there were so many wild cards.
1: Wow. I bet you have fun stories from that.
0: Oh yeah. Once we stop recording, I'll tell you them all. Uh, No, it was, yeah, it was such a good time, but I think it's interesting now. I think the first time I probably saw you was the summer I turned pretty. (laughs) I just love a good YA show, especially set over the summer. That was, it's just such a good show. It's fine. I watched it. You know, I think it's, it's really cool to hear in other interviews. You talk about how the creator, I think Jenny Mm -hmm. is really the reason that you ended up getting the audition, at least for XO Kitty. Yeah. And to me, it kind of speaks to how wonderful you must be to work with. <laughs> so I was wondering if you do certain things when you're on set to lead with kindness or keep a set positive. Are you aware of doing that kind of stuff? It just seems like you're maybe a naturally kind person, which is great. But if you have any you know, tips or advice for people out there.
1: I think for me, introducing myself to people like I know on my first day, I like walked into video village and I was like, Hi Jenny, like I'm Jocelyn. I know you guys are just casting me in this. I'm just gonna be here for the day, but really nice to meet you. And um, especially with the crew, like learning people's names and just having fun and like talking to people. I think it makes that so much more fun. And it's like nice to be personable with people and build those relationships and stuff.
0: I love that. Cause you never know. I just I filmed a small thing on a a movie in LA recently and there was I mean, everyone was lovely, but there, there were a few people that were more famous that just were kind of like, for whatever reason, very guarded, which I don't Mm -hmm. blame them for because everyone has their own journey and we don't know why they're acting that way. But just to see how certain people are treating other people and cutting off the connection, it's kind of, it's kind of sad. And it just, it takes simple things like you're saying just a hello, or what's your name? Or, oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, I remember you told me your kid had a basketball game last night. How was it? You know, just simple things like that.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good point you bring up, like um, being interested in people and remembering those things. Yeah. Like, people just want to feel heard and like appreciated and seen and stuff. And um, I think it's cool that you mentioned that as well.
0: Well, as a lifelong learner, which I think you are, maybe it all connects with that, you know, your curiosity for people and life and, and learning, which I think if you're not learning, I don't really know what you're doing. Are you dead? I, you might be dead because like, I don't know what you're doing. If you're just like... <laughs> floating along in life. I mean I, I don't know. I'm not going to judge, but I love that. It's so interesting because <laughs> to have a weird transition. Maybe that's not a trait I would necessarily put with your character on Exo Kitty. Congratulations by the way on on this show. Yeah. Oh my gosh, everyone is obsessed with it. <laughs> you look like you're just having so much fun and your character Madison is just the most weird and wonderful. <laughs> I what I okay, what did you love most about playing her you seem to be very different than her as a person (laughs) so it must have just been a great time
1: yeah I don't know I feel like from the beginning reading her character I just thought she was so funny and like there was something about her that I found very endearing I think what appealed to me was her confidence and how she literally was just doing herself the whole time (laughs) and like really like loved what she loved and didn't care if people kind of thought she was weird for it um but I do think with her I got to explore a lot of like my quirkier side and just comedy in general I love comedy so like being able to not be a main character and just come in to alleviate certain scenes and stuff is so much fun as an actor because you can kind of just be there to play and explore so
0: yeah it was and it was so cool to see how you kind of It was almost like uh, an old school Nickelodeon or Disney show where you would have these like funny kooky characters come in, but (laughs) yours was so grounded. It wasn't like, this. it wasn't huge. Like it it wasn't quote unquote big. Mm -hmm. And yet it was, it was just very, I don't know. I I think maybe it speaks to how you kind of keyed into her qualities that you liked about her. You you kind of led with that just now, which is Mm -hmm. what you sort of have to do as an actor. You can't say, Oh, I just think she's a, I mean, you could say she's a big weirdo. I think that's a good term, but if you're leading with the things you love about them, you're going to be empathetic to them. So that definitely shone through the screen. I would (laughs) love to know for you, is there a positive memory from the set or an act of kindness that you can share with us? Maybe something that happened throughout your shooting process that really touched your heart.
1: I think one of the girls I worked with just inspires me a lot because she is like such a wonderful human and so... Thoughtful, like I've never heard her complain about every anything. And just I think like talking about forming these connections with like everybody on set. She would like bring food that her mom would make and like give them to like the people she talks to on set. And Uh there were two girls who, because I think the way things are set up in Korea, it's a little bit different like logistic wise. So there were two actors who were only there sometimes. But I don't think like they didn't have a trailer. And like I honestly don't know where they went but she would always invite them to come and like eat with her in her trailer or like sit there when like she was on set or they didn't have anywhere else to go or I mean I don't know where they would put them but <laughs> um I just think that that's really nice like being generous with your space and your time and like accommodating other people was really inspiring mm, to me
0: I love that can we shout her out or yeah Gio
1: Kim to- I love you You're
0: he oh. <laughs> played beauty oh that's so sweet did you feel like there were any differences when you were filming over there in just, I guess this, this could get tricky, but with mm-hmm. kindness and the way people were treated. I mean, like every culture approaches these things differently. So I don't know if you noticed yeah. any things that were more valued over there.
1: Something talking to some of the other Korean actors about and just maybe seeing it on set in the US and in like North American film culture, I think We really glorify actors and like Mm -hmm. put them up on a pedestal and like they're the most important people on set. Like we're gonna cater everything to them and stuff. And I think in Korea, not to say it's the opposite, but I think not that they're brought down, but I think like the crew is elevated and like appreciated a lot more. And I think that that is is really really cool. But a hard part was there was kind of a language barrier that was like hard to Mm -hmm. get over a little bit. Um, like my makeup girl, she didn't speak English, and so like learning to connect with that and not, I didn't speak Korean, not to say I'm in her country. She, I didn't speak Korean. Um, and so I think that was like difficult at times to like overcome those things and like learn to bond with people despite not speaking the same language.
0: Mm. First of all, I love how you just corrected yourself and you made it about the other person and not you. I think that speaks to your character and that's really beautiful. Did you find anything across the board that you feel like connected you even though there was that language barrier? Like, were there certain things that you could bond over that just kind of clicked?
1: Honestly, I feel like laughter. And I think, like, just, like, being physical and physical comedy and, like, especially, like, some of the PAs. Though I think most of the PAs, we, like, both spoke English and stuff. But um, just, like, being silly or, like, making funny faces or, like, listening to, like, music that we both might like and stuff was cool because when you're laughing together, it's like laughter's the most a smile never goes wrong, you know? Yeah.
0: There's oh, that's the pull quote. I'm gonna put that on my wall or on the t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> a smile never goes wrong. I love that. Yeah. And I love what you said about the crew being elevated too. I think that's a really cool quality that hopefully will come over here. Not that it's mm-hmm. like not over here, but in a in a bigger way. I wonder too for you, I mean you've worked on some amazing things, but as this being kind of like your first time, I think, shooting internationally on big Netflix show. Did you find it hard to be away from your family and friends? And if you did, did you do anything specifically to kind of treat yourself with kindness when you're in that sort of fragile state? It's probably a struggle. You're like, I'm living my dream, but then I feel bad. And it's probably a weird thing.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that's a good thing to bring up because I, I get into the mindset at least like when you're doing something so amazing, like it's going to be perfect. And like, you have to remember you can be on a vacation on in Europe and like not have a good time and that's okay. (laughs) You know, life happens, mental health happens for the first half, like for the first month and a half, I was literally so wide eyed that I was even having the opportunity that like nothing affected me. I was like, I'm in Korea and I'm filming a show. (laughs) I'm so excited. I was with great people. The food was so good.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's important.
1: Yeah. So good. Made such a difference. Um. <laughs> but, like the flavor of kimchi stew is like mind blowing. Literally, I had explosions <laughs> in my brain. Um, <laughs> I think about halfway through, there were a lot of us that started to get lonely and like homesick. But I think... We all really had each other, and that to me was the biggest thing: being able to like lean on other people and be there for people when they weren't having a good day, and like having others who are really good listeners and um, just able to like talk through stuff. Anna, who plays Kitty, is like the most amazing person; such a good listener. Mm-hmm. And we both can be overthinkers at times, and so just having someone who like understands your thought patterns and stuff, and just be there to like lift you up and take turns. <laughs> Yeah. The <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> She did like a little driving a car motion, take turns and then a little, a little hand chuck. It was great <laughs> for those just listening. Anyway, I wanted to take that picture. Yeah. I love that. And the listening quality is super important. You know, even just as an actor, I mean, if you're in a scene and you're not truly listening and you're too caught up in your own crap, which happens oh. because, you know, imposter syndrome and all this stuff is a, a real thing, but sometimes just listening to other people takes the edge off of everything and it gets you out of your head, you know? So I like that she has that quality just to, to kind of riff off that. But I Mm -hmm. also read. I think you guys lived together, right? You were all in the same hotel, and you could have these, (laughs) these tea times and these little hangouts, which probably helped, right? Just being able to hang out.
1: It was so amazing. I think something I've learned about myself, at least, is not to say that I have intimacy issues, but I think it's so hard to make friends as an adult when you're not like doing life together. And something I really, really. Love about filming and loved about the experience in Korea is that we lived in the same hotel and we did everything together because you kind of form these bonds like you're just experiencing life and experiencing memories instead of just like catching up over coffee about what's been happening.
0: That's so astute. Yeah, it's like adult camp or something, so it kind of expedites that. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I think just being able to have that time and like you've just going to the grocery stores with people or like walking around to go get dinner and then coming back and playing card games like it's just so lovely and yeah it was really great
0: and it's so great that you all have each other now because netflix is just a star maker i guess it's this giant <laughs> machine and everybody's watching netflix although you know now they kicked us all out. it's fine whatever i share it we used to all share an account just kidding no we didn't but I just feel like <laughs> it must be so wonderful to have each other as you begin to get recognized, you know, for the show on the street. And I'm not mm-hmm. sure what what it's like for you out there, but I'm wondering if you've noticed a difference in America, like we were saying before, in the way people treat you overall. Do you feel like people are treating you kinder in a way or people are more friendly to you? Or I don't know if you've noticed any of that. That might be a weird question, but.
1: Honestly, I have yet to experience that. Um I think also, I mean, the show came out and then I came back home and I'm at like my parents' house and like just kind of hang out with my dogs in the front yard. But What um, kind of dogs? They're golden retrievers. They're the best. They're so cute. I love them. They're the bestest. Wait, what was the question? I'm so sorry. I don't know. I also (laughs) blacked
0: out. Oh, I was just wondering. I I just think it's fascinating. Like you kind of mentioned before in uh, America, especially we kind of glorify actors. And so I was wondering if having this show coming out kind of made you see people treating you a little differently or with more kindness or sometimes you don't notice it if you're in it. I don't know. I just was interested yeah. in that.
1: I don't think I'm at the level yet where I'm being recognized or like people make the like awareness in their head that like, "Oh, wait, I've seen her on TV." So, personally, I wouldn't say I've noticed a difference, but I can't speak to some of my friends who have.
0: Yeah or anything, I guess, even on social media, because that's such a beast now. And I feel like I, I know friends, too, that get to these levels, and they start getting all these DMs of people being like, hey, remember me from high school? Can you get me the tickets mm-hmm. to this? <laughs> and you're mm-hmm. like, ah.
1: <laughs> I think when the announcement came out, and people were like, oh, wait, there were some people who did come out of the woodwork. And we're like, hey, oh my gosh, hope you're doing well. Like, we should totally go hang out. And like,
0: yeah.
1: fair enough. Like, maybe you just didn't know. But I think as an actor especially as someone who I think all actors to their core want to like have approval and like want people to like them and bring people joy and stuff and so I think it's like a weird balance of oh like I just want to have friends who are gonna like really think of me as like good yeah. friends instead of just like clout chasing but um yeah I don't know where I was gonna go with that no
0: that's important I mean in, in this world I don't I don't even know where I am <laughs> it's one of those days where I've, I mean I'm so happy to be here But I feel like I'm just like moving in such a weird motion and so tired. I don't know if you feel that. So I'm glad you're cozied in a sweater and we're just having this vibe. I also saw you're going to be in this upcoming Todd Haynes film, May, December. Yes. With Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore. I mean, come on. And I was reading about it. It looks wild. Did you you have any scenes with those two? Or are you young Julianne Moore? Because I like see.
1: I wish that'd be crazy. Okay. Put on the books in the future, whoever's listening. Um, <laughs> no, I, so a fun fact about my school is they have a casting office and they work with a lot of films and television series that come to Savannah um, to like cast the people in school and like some of the co-star roles and stuff. So I actually got it through oh, awesome. my school um, and ended up booking it, but I literally have like one line. So I just kind of float in and float out. But You're still in it. But it was still awesome. It was so awesome. Yeah. I did have a scene with um, Natalie Portman, and that was crazy. Or just even, like, watch them on in person is, is so cool.
0: Yeah, what was that like? Like, watching those, yeah. those two titans in particular. I mean, I know this, the cast is pretty star-studded, but those mm-hmm. two are, like, icons. My shoulder twitched. When I said icons, I don't know why. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Glitching. I know, my um, body's, like, falling apart. It was so cool. I'd never done film before. And so just even like being on set was so much different than television because it's slower. I feel like the film itself um, lends itself to like a lot of creativity and like different ways to do stuff. So that to me was really cool to like watch them interact with Todd and be like, actually, I think it'd be really cool if we did this and like testing out different things. Um, and then even just like watching Natalie Portman, like walk in her character yeah, is kind of crazy because like you see her do this switch and – seeing their process and stuff is really neat I don't get the opportunity that
0: often no and people like a lot of actors can't even actually talk about their process so getting to kind of watch it as an actor I imagine I mean I'm sure you learned a lot just from watching them which yeah. is amazing that's like a master class that you're in and getting paid to be in which is so cool wow yeah. so do you feel like you kind of picked up on anything how they kind of conducted themselves on set
1: I think that's they were both really nice they were very professional and like did their jobs well sometimes for me like I blur the lines where I'm like oh I have to hold myself in a certain light so like I have to be talking to people and I have to be doing all this and be kind and stuff forgetting that like also I'm there to do a job and I have to do what I have to do to like stay in character and stuff so I think they walked that line very well and yeah i they were just lovely and nice and that's wonderful their own thing and spoke to you when you were speaking to them it was great
0: (laughs) isn't that nice when people do that
1: when they talk back (laughs) to you i love that when they
0: talk (laughs) back sometimes it doesn't happen anyway i'm wondering if you have time to play a surprise game really quickly okay you might know but it's called the compliment game everyone's beautiful in their own way it's the compliment game on the a-o-k it's the compliment compliment game Basically, I reached out to someone in your life for a loving statement or a quote about you. I'm going to oh. read it to you and then you have to guess who said it. Okay. Okay. And you can ask me yes or no questions and I'll try to give you hints. I don't really know anything. I mean, I kind of do. I don't know. <laughs> People freak out if there's no rules. So you get like three guesses. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Okay. okay I'm going to read it to you. Okay. This one's, this one's really great. And I think you're probably going to get it. This is like not a game. Okay. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Okay, let me put my my reading voice on. Do I know how to read? She's everyone's best friend. She would be voted Miss Congeniality, hands down. I admire her intelligence, self-awareness, humility, and kindness. Very few actors possess the business savvy that it takes to make it in this industry, and she does. She's an actor girl boss. She also makes fans everywhere she goes, and it blows me away and also makes me so happy When she shows up on everyone's Instagram, when they post pictures of their experience of a project she's in, no matter how large or small her role is, everyone sees her as an integral part of their process. And that is a thing very rarely seen.
1: Oh, that's so nice.
0: It's really nice. I was like, just send a sentence or two. And then, woo.
1: Was it Natasha?
0: Yeah, it was Natasha. (laughs) Natasha Madalana of Take Three Talent. You I dirty
1: dog. I know the that was texture. just,
0: that was just easy to, to do. She clearly loves you. I mean, when she was emailing me about you, she was like, this girl is literally the best and everyone's obsessed with her and she's perfect <laughs> for this theme. And I was like, okay, so I know she means that.
1: Well, that means so much. And thank you for letting me come on.
0: Oh, of course. Thanks for being here. You. Yeah. I've heard stories with her clients where she's literally like paid to fly them out and put them up in a hotel because they couldn't afford to do their screen test or has rented theaters out for people to watch their first premiere episode oh together. Gosh. She's done such kind things for people. I would love wow. to know if you have any story about just working with her in general.
1: Yeah, I haven't been with her for very long. This is like almost coming up on a year. But I think-
0: congratulations. Thank
1: you. It's been so good. <laughs> I love her. I adore her. She's wonderful. She is wonderful. I think- Honestly, I think for me, it's just like she makes you such a priority and no matter like the hour of the night or whatever, like she's always there to talk to you and she's taught me so much just like taking the time to like explain things that I don't understand or like I'm not educated on and she never makes you feel bad for not knowing anything. It's so funny because we were on the phone the other day and she... We, we were talking about how like most of her clients like will go to bed like eleven, twelve, and like she doesn't hear from them but like she'll be emailing me at like 3 a.m and like she'll get a reply at 4 a.m like <laughs> and so I think are you a that, night
0: owl or is it yeah like, a time especially
1: difference? during okay. school I was yeah. like I'm up literally all the time but now that I'm in summer I'm trying to like be more healthy but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just think she she makes you feel like a priority and is always there for you when you need her. And I think Mm. that's really great because she doesn't have to be that way.
0: No, that's so important. Who do you feel like is like your number one champion in your life? You know, speaking of like champions of dreams, is there someone that's always been like, you gotta be an actor, you gotta follow that? I
1: feel very blessed because I've been very supported by most people that I come into contact with. Yeah, like my parents have always rooted for me. And it's so sweet because my dad, he sometimes like I don't expect it, but is the most empathetic towards me at times. And he'll be like, "You booked something? Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> congratulations!" And he's like genuinely so excited. But I think Aww. through and through, my sister, who is also an actor, but she's just such she's my best friend, and she's always so Aww. supportive and so excited, and just like constantly rooting for me. And so I'm really grateful for all of them.
0: <laughs> That's so sweet. I was gonna, thought you're going to say your golden retrievers. Is she? <laughs> <laughs> so is your sister like your self-tape reader I feel like you have a permanent self-tape reader built into the house
1: yeah when she can yeah. be she's so busy oh. but I try my dad's my backup
0: isn't it funny when you you do it with your parents and it's like a really weird yeah script
1: yeah <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah my I... dad
1: loves it he gets into it he does like the voices and I'm like Scott no, no. like Just talk, just don't.
0: I know, it makes it funnier when they commit and you're like, this is actually making me laugh and I'm trying to stay (laughs) grounded. I did a a really crazy, it was an independent film. It was like about this gay porn star that was murdered. It's actually on Netflix now. I had a small part in it, but when I was auditioning, my dad was reading, I read for another part and he was reading with, it was, yeah, I can't even talk about it. It was so weird. The script was just so sexual and my dad's trying to take it seriously and be like, and I was like, ah. I don't even know how I got in because I was just trying not to laugh the whole time, which maybe they wanted. I don't know. That's
1: amazing. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. It was a yeah. It had, it, it's a it's an interesting movie. It's pretty cool. But that's great. I'm glad you have a supportive family, and I just think you're wonderful. And I can't wait to see what you do next. Thanks. I would love to know if we could just end our time together by you sharing yeah. a tangible kindness tip or. It can be like a mantra that you think listeners should incorporate Mm. into their day.
1: This is more of a joke. I was going to say like, don't fart in the elevator, but (sighs) I feel like that's... Has that happened to you? (laughs) No, I just would hate that if it did. So (laughs) (laughs) what's a a kindness thing? I think maybe this is something my mom said is she's a big proponent of like trying to do something, at least one thing every day that's going to better someone else's day. Mm -hmm. And I think... That's so broad, but um, it can really mean anything and look like anything. So maybe that—that's
0: really sweet. I love that. Do you have a favorite way to make someone's day? Like, are you like a, I'm going to bring you chocolate kind of person, or a, I'm just going to send you a text, or I'm going to fart in the elevator to make you laugh? I don't
1: know. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably something I would do. But um, yeah,
0: I would. Be, yeah, I commit to the bit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, for me. I'm definitely a words of affirmation person. So that's often how I try to show love to other people. And something I love to do is like, if someone crosses my mind, I immediately am like, "Ah, I got to text them. Just like, I love it when people let me know that I'm thinking, or that they're thinking about me. And I love to do that for other people, just because like, especially now that everyone I friend in so many different places, it's nice to know that like people think about you and miss you and love you and are praying for you to have yeah. happiness and a good life,
0: so. Oh, that's so wonderful that you have that at such a young age too, because I feel like that's a rare quality where you get caught up in your own life and you you do forget. But mm-hmm. I've recently only like tried to really make that a point to be like, okay, I'm thinking of this person for a reason. I'm just going to text them and be like, how are you? Or I just yeah. remembered the time you found it in the elevator. <laughs> no, I think, so I think that's awesome. That's so beautiful that you have that. And I am so glad that people have you as a role model now to look up to as your, Killing it on our screens! Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. It's been wonderful. And this I has wish been you
1: a great. Oh, day. Sorry. <laughs> no, you
0: can keep talking. I, I'm just—I'll never stop. So interrupt me, please.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say thank you. I was really excited to come on and talk, and I think you're so wonderful and so genuine oh, and kind.
0: What you. are the odds? I'm, so. <laughs> listen, I'm a kind—I am a kind of something. Yeah. <laughs> so weird today, but I appreciate you putting up with me. Well, it was great to meet you. I'm so, so bad at leaving you. Zooms, and yeah. I never will unless I click the button. <laughs> so, <Okay. laughs> but this was great. Have a great yeah, rest of your day. Nice
1: to meet you. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you.
0: Bye. And now it's time for your kindness tip of the week. Jocelyn is just so lovely. I really admire how many interests and passions she has in particular, outside of the business, you know? Your kindness tip of the week is inspired by this. It's to take interest in a loved one's passions. Is your brother super into video games? Well, sit down and ask if you can play together. Is your friend an artist? Ask about their work. Is another one of your friends a woodworker and wood turner? huh? Mastro Custom Creations, shout out Joe Mastro, go check him out. Seriously, though, I know we've discussed it on here prior, but just a friendly reminder that taking interest in the things people love to do is an act of kindness. Staying curious is kind. Even just reminding myself sometimes when I'm sitting in bed next to my wife reading and she's reading a different book to stop and ask how her book is going is an act of kindness. It always leads to a good conversation. Well, sometimes it leads to her telling me to shh because (laughs) in case you haven't noticed, I love to talk and she's trying to read and I can't stop talking and here I am at the microphone talking again. In all seriousness though, I would love to learn more about you and connect with you on social media. I've been fortunate to connect with so many wonderful listeners on there. I'm looking at you, Jen's pretty pegs who creates the most incredible pegs for all these Broadway stars Go check her out. I mean, there's countless folks I've been fortunate to connect with on there. And I just love learning about people all over the world and what their interests are. I think that's why we're here, right? To connect with each other. I'm so grateful to have this opportunity to connect with you, dear listener, week after week. Oh, audio hug. Until next time, please remember, everything is going to be A-OK.